are now listening to the universe according to Rex and Jonas. humans and welcome to the podcast that is currently known as the universe according to rex and jonas i am rex the tactical intelligent and scheming of blacks and i am jonas the forward warrior pawn jonasty draws okay (laughs) i don't know could have been like a, Whereas you are the strategist, you are the king, and I am the the one that you move around to help you help you with your strategies. I feel like pawn, pawn. is mean though. I'm gonna call you a rook or a knight. Okay, a knight. Oh, a knight. There, there you go. go. Mm-hmm. Elf for loser. Okay. Well. <laughs> How you guys doing today? Another cool zone coming right at you because nothing's going on right now. Man, honestly, Jonas, I feel like we should legit just turn the podcast name to the cool zone. You know what? We're going to make a poll. <laughs> I will, Let's make a poll. Let's make a poll. We'll ask the people, like, hey, should we change our podcast name to the cool zone or keep it the universe according to Rex and Jonas? Let the it's people, just Matt that votes. <laughs> it's just Matt and Matt's like, fuck yeah, the cool zone. So much easier to remember. <laughs> uh, uh, anyways, Rex says this is a cool zone. How you been, man? How's your week been? Uh, you know, it's been pretty a pretty chill week, uh, literally and figuratively. Um, like it's been really cold. It was like yeah, it's 60, been cold this week, and I was enjoying it because I could sleep at night. It wasn't hot, and um. It's been pretty mellow. Been playing video games and going on long walks and nice drinking so much water that I pee for a solid forty-five seconds straight. And it's been nice. pretty. It's pretty cool. That's a good pee right there. Yeah, that's a strong pee. Like I've been on the phone with people and they hear me pee and they're like, <laughs> "Pee for a really long time." And I'm like, Dude. "Well, you don't pee long enough. That's you. You're not hydrated enough. That's what you should tell." I need them. to drink more water so I can pee like. Uh, Tom Hanks in a league of their own. I just want to hold it for that mm. one. Or Tom Hanks in Green Mile because his pee pee hurt. Mm. Mm. Pee pee hurt. And then and then the and his homeboy grab him by the nuts and heal him. <sighs> Let me heal your balls. <laughs> That's all I remember from that movie. Don't know what he's like an angel, right? I don't know what the fuck was up with that movie. They killed a guy with superpowers. <laughs> <laughs> A ginormous dude with superpowers. Um, Rest in peace, Michael that's good, Clark man. Duncan. Michael Clark Duncan, the the best kingpin. I don't agree, but okay. Uh, <laughs> anyways, um, yeah, that's a good. That's a good week, though. Uh, it's been pretty cold over here too. Nice. Very nice. But uh, yeah, on my third week, I think of uh, 
no work. So that's fun, I guess. I'm so <sighs> bored, dude. I, I, I got my, I got um, I got that stim stim. Oh, did you? I yeah. I don't think I'm gonna get it, but if I do, that'd be cool. <laughs> yeah. So this is what happened. I applied for um, unemployment mm-hmm. because I I can still apply for unemployment even though I'm on furlough. Mm-hmm. Um, so I'm only getting like two hundred some dollars a week, but then they backed they backed up pay me pay me till from March twenty second. So I have like two weeks of payments. So I got paid three times this week because for some reason, 24 hours used my vacation hours and I told them not to. So I got paid today, Friday, and then I got paid on Thursday for my unemployment for two weeks. And then I also got that stimulus check that I didn't think I was going to get on Tuesday. So, yeah. Hey man, you might be able to buy some stuff. <laughs> yeah, you know what I bought, dude. You know what was the first thing I bought? Switch. First thing I bought when I got that uh when I got that stimulus check. I bought switch. My bills. Shit. Facts. Shit. Facts. Big facts. <laughs> my my best friend texts me. She goes, I got my I got my stimulus check, and I checked my thing. I was like, yeah, I got mine too. And she goes, what are you gonna do with yours? And I go, uh, you know Anna. Yeah. <laughs> I I told her and I was like ah. Uh, I thought she was trying to trick me. I was like, I'm going to pay my bills. She goes, good. You know how many people are like saying they're going to do buy this and buy that? I was like, well, I got bills to pay. I don't know. That's probably Um, what If I get it, that's probably the first thing that I'll do. I'll just pay the phone bill, pay the the light bill probably, and pay the internet. Mm -hmm. And just be like, all right, that's paid. But I don't know if I, because like, I got my phone bill text me and they were like, you don't have to pay it for the next 60 days. And I was like, all right, cool. Cool. Um, maybe I shouldn't pay that because right <laughs> <laughs> um, if I pay it, I, they'll be like, "Oh, you got money? Well, shit, we going back to regular shit." And I'm like, "Oh, true." Well, the know. the only reason why I'm doing that, what I was gonna do the employment is to pay my credit card bills. Oh uh, yeah, yeah, mostly because yeah. I'm trying to get that good credit. Yeah, my um my internet uh same thing was like they they're doing the sixty days. But for some reason, because I have AT and T, same. Uh, but for some reason, AT and T charged me for my cable. So <laughs> I was like, "All right." They pulled the money out for my cable, so I was like, "Okay, that's cool." I don't even Thanks have for, cable. Like, well, I don't have cable either. I have AT and T TV. It's uh, like a streaming service for AT and T. Got you. What the fuck was that? That was a laughing baby. Um, <laughs> a laughing baby ghost. Yes, sure. It was on my Twitter, so it's a ghost. Guys, Twitter. we got a ghost. Yep. We finally caught him. We did it. We did it. Uh, right. we'd, we've achieved more than Ryan Bergara and Shane McDonald <laughs> have ever achieved. Did you watch their new thing on Watch today? No, I'm going to watch that as soon as this is over. But Yeah, yeah same. You want to watch it together? No. <laughs> oh. I got to enjoy this alone. We can talk about it next week, though. Yeah, I, wasn't, I was just joking. Shut up, Jonas. You were dead ass serious. I didn't want to hang out with you or anything. Listen, man. Over the... We can hang, we can hang out another <laughs> time. <Just> not <laughs> um, <laughs> anyways, uh, Rex, what um, what's what's something that you what's there's something new that we that I saw recently. Um, about what? What does it pertain to? Something nerdy. Final Fantasy Seven, maybe. No, it was um. Movie? Co- oh, 
Uh, well, it's not that nerdy. Um, they dropped the trailer for Saved by the Bell, the new one. Oh yeah, I saw that earlier today. Uh, and people were like, "It doesn't have, it doesn't have the the cheap look it did in in the '90s." I was like, "That's because it was the '90s." I don't think people understand that um, live audience television isn't really a thing anymore. Mm-hmm. Um, it'd be cool if it came back, like, but honestly. I'm, I think, hmm? I think the last time I saw a show reveal that it was a live studio audience taping was this one where the girl was a bartender in her backyard. Oh yeah, uh, I know what you're talking about. It only had one season, but yeah, I know what you're talking. But about. they were they were very adamant about like in the commercials they were like filmed in front of a live studio audience, and I was like, oh okay, cool. Because I feel like that's such a rarity these. I felt a breeze and it just felt really nice. Um, my door's <laughs> open, so it's not a ghost. Um, Why's your door open? Because it was hot in here and I need the air out of the house and I can't open a window right now. But, um, <laughs> I, yeah, like, I feel like a live studio audience can really add to a show. It can make it feel funnier than it is. Yeah. In a lot of cases. But then if you don't, but I think the thing is, um, I think writers don't feel well for for one thing back in the day I feel like it was more expensive to do a live studio audience yeah because then you have you have to do retakes in case something happens Mm -hmm. and that's film Mm -hmm. today that we don't really have that problem because everything's mostly digital Mm -hmm. but um, I feel like maybe writers don't feel like they're that confident in their jokes being as funny as they want it to be where the audience together unanimously is laughing yeah, I feel because back in back in the day, it was more of a it was more like a if you did a live show, a lot of the times you have a show that has at least one to two to three people who are so good at what they do. They are allowed to improvise and try different things and spice it up for the audience, you know, give them something to look forward to. And that yeah. would lead to, like, you know, you see the blooper reel. You'd be like, oh, man, like, can't we see the blooper reel where they're trying all this stuff? And mm-hmm. it's not a huge thing now. It is, but it isn't. Like, you see the bloopers from certain shows like The Office. And I feel like the art of a live studio audience and being able to entertain them for however the fuck long you're filming this thing yeah is lost now which is unfortunate and people just don't have that time anymore because it's a like for for example a sitcom regular sitcom is going to be like 20 minutes commercial with commercials without commercials right yeah it's a 30 minute show but filming that is like hours because sometimes you can just you could just um uh, you have to you have to actually move sets and prepare the sets before you get to the next shot, stuff like that. I think at one point they had studio audiences where they had the bleachers move. Mm. Is that? Do you think that's a thing? I don't know. If that's I feel like it more be the set moved, like it'd be on a big wheel. Yeah, and it spin around. Yeah, but still, that would take time. Yeah, and uh, I th- <laughs> one of my favorite instances of that is. A blooper of Fresh Prince of Bel Air. I know which one you're talking about. The one with Carlton. Which one? 
uh-huh. and he's running through the set and he ends up in yeah. the mountain part of the set. Yeah. Yeah. That was a good blooper. <laughs> uh, and then you just really see that aud- you actually get to see the audience in that too. Yeah. Um, but yeah, I do miss that, that sitcom style. That's probably really hard to pull off. Cause it's not like you had a show that was like, I'm trying to think of a show that set main set piece is its living room. Mostly like the Fresh Prince kinda. It was like the living room in the kitchen. Or like the pool house or something else. Or you had like a oh, full house. Full house's main thing was the living room, the kitchen, maybe the upstairs. Yeah. Or the kids' rooms. Or the kids' rooms. Like they never really ventured outside of there. They would add stuff as seasons went on. Like they had the the, the basement with Uncle Jesse or the attic with Uncle Jesse and Becky or whatever. Um you would really have to like that's a lot of building, that's a lot of moving of sets. In a lot of the mm. cases they would have people come in and just bring furniture and change the whole set. Because I think a lot of the times they couldn't just have a big rotating thing. I'm pretty sure that's a thing that exists. But um, I feel like I feel like well, one one day when I become a famous television comedy writer, if I ever get the motivation to write some funny shit, I would want like I have an idea for a TV show that's like a bunch of people between the ages of like. 18 to 35 who uh-huh. live in an apartment building okay and them all trying to figure out their way in some city somewhere in America and it'd be called like the beginner's guide to existing or some shit and it'd just nice. be like it'd be like a sitcom but it wouldn't be focused on any one certain group of characters like every episode you would probably be focused on a different apartment you know what I mean? Mm-hmm. And you would see like characters who like from another episode and they would appear and it, you know, I don't know. I don't know how that would work. You, I feel like you gotta have a main character. You can't just have the building be the main character, but yeah, I feel like that'd be good. But it, within itself, it is a character. Yeah. Like all these people live there and you know, some seasons you like season one. All right. It's got this group of people. There's, this apartment there's a bunch of roommates in there there's another apartment with roommates a guy who lives alone you learn his story uh you know and all all sorts of stuff and then like the next season maybe somebody moves out maybe some people Mm -hmm. move in you know yeah be that kind of thing a revolving door of characters who come and go because this is an apartment you learn about the guy who works nights you know you learn about the people who are starting a an app a a startup or Mm -hmm. some shit you learn about the guy who just got out of jail all sorts of shit you know i will um i'm gonna there is a so the podcast i was on a couple weeks ago Mm -hmm. uh with this group that was here in houston Mm -hmm. um they pitched this they 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 did this uh, thing where they would pitch ideas on their podcast. Like they'll have certain episodes where they have they pitch an idea for a story of, of a TV show or something like that. Mm-hmm. And this one was really good that I was like, I want to see this as a like one season sitcom. It could be a mini. It's it's not. I don't see it going more than thirteen episodes. And if it does, that's great. I, but I see it being like a one quick season that people would be like, that's such a great idea. Why didn't it go any, anywhere? Kind of thing. Mm-hmm. But it was like. Two guys get kicked out of these two special effects artists get kicked out of their apartment, 
um, but they find a cheaper housing at a um, at a uh, old folks home, and they put on their they use their special effects to put on makeup and pretend that they're old people, and live in this in this old folks home. And one of them falls in love with the nurse that that works there, and he has to pretend to like be the grandson and the grandfather at the same time, kind of thing. Oh wow! <laughs> yeah. That's pretty good. That's pretty good. That's wacky hijinks right there. I don't. Yeah, that like is. you said, I don't know how that goes longer than a season, but yeah, that's pretty good. And then, and then the other one has an old lady that's always chasing after him, because mm-hmm. she's a you know she's horny. Oh, she's yeah. an old horny lady. Yeah, she's wanting she's wanting that wrinkled dick, you know. Exactly. I'm so, to, I, I, well, go ahead. I'm trying to think of like television show sitcom ideas now i'm sitting here. i had an idea for like this where it was um oh, i remember you talking it, about this yeah it's it was like, like a friend it's but like online yeah yeah because it's more of a it's more of modern style yeah hmm. whereas people nowadays this is how friendships are kind of made now today mm-hmm. like how did you meet your friends before? They were in your school, they were at your church, and then that's how you became friends with people. But I then was that... never friends with people in my church. <laughs> this, it was just an example. Yeah. But very rarely could you, like, when the stigma of online uh, meetings became very low, yeah. like, it was a lot easier to become friends with people over the internet. Yeah. Yeah. No Chris Hansen over here. I'm not trying to do anything horrible to anyone. Yeah. Except get them to buy my sick t-shirts online. Um <laughs> I'm trying to think. Uh guys, go to go to Rex's Twitter. Um pinned uh tweet is a shirt that I'm sure everyone would like. It's pretty tight. But uh, I'm pretty trying to think tight. of like a a TV show idea. Like I had an idea where a guy is going through life and he's just like he just moved out on his own. And the first thing that happens to him is that he gets hit by a car, uh-huh. but he lives. He's not okay. seriously injured, but from that moment on, he hears a narrator in his head that sounds like Morgan Ooh. Freeman. Ah, but, so almost like, go ahead. But the narrator is predicting things that's ha- that may happen to him. Mm. So it's like, what's it called? Um, that Will Ferrell movie. Which one? Um, fuck. What was it called? He had he one day he just heard narration. I he didn't get hit by a bus or anything, but I, I know I feel like I know what you're talking about. But it's with Jake Gyllenhaal's sister, Maggie. Yeah. Um. Will um, Ferrell. Stranger than fiction. Stranger than fiction. Yeah, I believe yeah. that's a thing that probably exists. I mean, TV show wise, it can be done. Hmm. I had an idea recently where, I, well, not recently, today. I was well, yesterday. I was going for a run, and I was just like listening to the podcast of uh, the Scrubs podcast I was talking about last week. Mm-hmm. Um, and I was like, I want to make a like a sitcom kind of TV show about a guy that's like, uh, I guess it's like. It, it would be called like one year to live, mm-hmm. 
like I mean he has he has like a, a doctor tell him he has cancer or something something that's that's terminal that he has like literally a year to live yeah um so he every it, like every episode is just day 365 day 364 day 360 so every day is a different episode yeah um and like he meets this girl and then he falls in love with this girl but he doesn't tell anyone that he's gonna li- die He's just trying to live his life, and then he falls in love with this girl. You know, they they go through their life, and I, th- I, you know, at some point he has to tell her, kind of thing. Mm-hmm. I don't know; it's really weird. But it would have a sad ending, but it would be a funny show at the same time because you have that one friend, um, that that finds out and is trying to make light of every situation. Yeah, he he's like Seth Rogen, fifty fifty. Ah, uh, yeah, but didn't he live in fifty fifty? He did, yeah. but I was saying like Seth Rogen's character was that friend that oh, like he thought like uh, Joseph Gordon-Levitt thought his friend was just using him to get laid and stuff. Mm-hmm. But when he took him home, he was he saw these books in his in his bathroom that he had been reading, where it's like, oh, this is how you help a friend that has cancer and is is having depression. How you as a friend can help this person, mm-hmm. kind of thing. Okay, I got okay. an idea. I didn't. Good. I forgot yeah. about. I had this idea, but it's a weird idea. Okay. I feel like it probably would work better as a cartoon than live action, mm-hmm. but it'd still be like a mm-hmm. sitcom. All right, so it'd be in a city, which would be like an amalgamation of like New York, California, Atlanta, and Chicago. I don't know what I would call it, but it's a city, okay. and it's in mm-hmm. like the bar district of this city. Okay, but the city decided that all right we're not just gonna have a designated district for a bar for bars and like nightlife and stuff like that we need other things to be here that are open 24 hours for people who come out of these bars and they might need like a something to eat or drink or whatever the fuck and Mm -hmm. somehow some way this got misconstrued to where there is a pet store that is open (laughs) okay and it's and the show would be called All Night, and it'd be uh-huh. about the people who work the night shift at this pet store, and they're in this like they deal with drunk people who come and try to buy pets from them, and they uh-huh. have to like navigate the drunken nightlife while also taking care of animals. Uh huh. I got this idea from that one joke that I heard that you probably heard before. Where somebody was like, I heard you, I heard you sell owls here. At the, or uh-huh. like, I heard this pet store sell owl, sells owls. Like, we don't sell yeah, owls. Who? Like, who? Like, so, someone told mean? me that. Who? Who? I just heard and heard an owl. Like, I got that idea from that. I was like, <laughs> man, what if a pet store did sell owls? What if this pet store sold nocturnal animals only? What if this pet store was open twenty four hours a day? What if this pet store was in the most congested bar area in any city in America and it sold pets and drunk people were constantly trying to buy pets or random fuckers coming in at 3 a.m. trying to find an owl? Who knows? And, like, they're not the only weird store there. Like, there's a 24-hour furniture store there, too. <laughs> like, yes. You go and people and, are just falling asleep on it. People are falling asleep drunk on their couches and shit. And but they're getting business, you know. Yeah, um, that could work. 
as a live action. I feel like it could. I feel like it'd be better as a cartoon just because it'd be more wacky. But yeah, yeah, it could work as live action. Because uh, I was I was just brainstorming. I was like, what other random twenty four hour stores could be in this area? Um, and I was like, all right, what if they had a twenty four hour bakery, which is a thing we have those here. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Um, but what if they had a? I'm, I was trying to think of a thing that would be so weird to be open all night long. And I'm I was mm. like, convenience store that's normal as fuck. A grocery store totally normal. What is weird is a 24-hour bookstore. Okay. Because who the fuck is wanting a book at 4 in the morning? What drunk person wants a book? That could be a thing. A 24-hour used bookstore that doubles as a magic shop. A 24... I'm just thinking, like, characters that would be in this... In in the in these different uh, places, yeah, because they're all in close proximity to each other. Because they're like they are the line where the bars stop, and then you see the first thing you see is the pet shop. Second yeah. thing you would see is the bookstore. Across the street, you probably see the occult store or something. I don't know. Nice. Fort- the occult store fe- seems like it would fit too well. <laughs> the occult store or the fortune teller who's open all night long. Mm. You know. Um, and then you have the one character that's this that's the normal one, and then all the other characters are kind of crazy, like the the uh, palm reader lady is just like, "Hey, you want me to tell you your future, bitch?" Good, uh, you don't want to know. It's terrible. You're gonna die very soon. Um, uh, what'd you say? Nothing. I didn't say anything. You heard nothing, and she waves her hands, and he's like, "I didn't hear." What are you doing? That's you're not a Jedi. You didn't Jedi. What is that? <laughs> <laughs> Ma'am, I see you waving your hand. No, you don't. I don't have a hand. <laughs> you're, you're doing it right now. No, this is not a hand. This is this is an illusion of your imagination. Ma'am, can you talk without waving the hand? You've been drinking. He's like, no, I don't. I, I work here. He's like, this usually <laughs> works on drunk people. They don't know what I'm doing. <laughs> <laughs> oh, that's good. I like that idea. I would I want to do that. A 24-hour pet store that yeah, specializes wanna... in exotic nocturnal animals but also has normal pets. Yes. A severe lack of owls because it's too obvious. Mm. Owls, I I would want a pet owl. Yeah. A pet owl would be sick. You know, oh. there was a reason that I had in my mind why they didn't have pet owls. And because I felt like one of the stores should be like a 24-hour Hot Topic-like store. Mm-hmm. But like after a certain time of night, they shift their whole store dynamic to be exclusively about Harry Potter. Dope. And then they were like, yeah, we made our store about Harry Potter to cut." To like compliment the pet store that sells owls, and they're like, we don't sell owls. <laughs> they're like, what do you mean we don't sell owls? We're like, we've never sold owls. We don't. Why would we sell an owl? Someone told me you sold owls. Who? I just heard a fucking owl right there. 
<laughs> and that's the first episode. That's the end of the first episode. <laughs> and I want, like, I would want it to be like cool, like '80s style music, but like more modern '80s modern mm. fusion hip hop, future funk. There you go. And it'd be, future it'd funk be really cool. All night. Um, Shout out to Adult Swim. Take my show all night. <laughs> all night. Um. I was gonna say I I I just remembered seeing this and I was like actually thinking about watching it later, which is um, Netflix put Beetleborgs and VR Troopers on there. Yeah, I saw Did that. Did you know shit. that? Mm-hmm. I was like, this is amazing. The only one that they're missing is Mast Rider. They need to put that on there too. Yeah, that's that would be a good one. Uh, you know what I'm upset about though? What is that? There is a sci-fi it has like all these YouTube videos that are being ad advertised right now on my on my shit, mm-hmm. um, and it's like Jackie Chan Adventures, Men in Black animated series, the like the hit talking the history about these TV shows, mm. and then they had the Beetleborgs, and I was like, great, finally someone's gonna point out about the Power Rangers episode where they had the Beetleborgs be the bad guys, and no one's ever said anything. You're talking about they Forever never, Red. I know exactly yes. the episode you're talking about because they fight. They fought them on the moon for some reason. It was super yeah. weird. It was weird. I don't understand. And it was like the uh, the clock um, machine bad guys from like Zio, I think, right? Yeah, I think so. Yeah, that episode because they made that episode mostly because in Japan there was a Forever Red esque episode. Mm-hmm. Where all of the Red Rangers got together, teamed up from like the 1970s up until I want to say it was like, what season did Forever Red happen? Was it Wild Force? Yeah. Like it was every Red Ranger up until then because it was like the 20 something anniversary or something like that. It was really crazy. Yeah. But yeah. wasn't the pirate one the first Power Rangers? Pirate ones? No. Yeah. Okay. No. I don't know, but I my my nephew is watching that power that uh pirate one. Power Rangers. I don't know what they're Sup- called. I think it's Power Rangers Super Mega Force. Yeah, which is the worst fucking name. And do you know like they can change into any of the Power Rangers? Yes. From like past, I was like, what is going on? I don't they, know. They can change into any Power Rangers that's ever happened. They can change into Power Rangers that have never been on Earth and never had TV shows. Yeah, and those are the Rangers from seasons over in Japan that we never got because they either came before or we skipped them for whatever reason. Wasn't there one of those the aliens that like turned into water or something? Oh, you mean the Mighty Morphin Alien Rangers? Yeah, yeah, from like yeah season two or something like that. Power Rangers is so fucking stupid. I'm gonna okay. I love Power Rangers. Uh I'm a I was a Power Rangers mark as a child. I'm yeah. I'm with you. Power Rangers is dumb. Here's why. Because they like they, they could have just did the thing where they did what Super Sentai was. Like, at the end of the season, it's over. You get a new group of teenagers or whatever the fuck, a new group of people with new powers. Yeah. They were so fucking stuck on those goddamn dinosaur costumes. It mm-hmm. was ridiculous. Like, at the end of the original, um, like, Mighty Morphin Power Rangers Season 1 is based off of Zoo Ranger. At the mm-hmm. end of Zoo Ranger, the reason that Tommy lost his powers here in America was because his counterpart in Japan died. Mm. There was no more Green Ranger. They couldn't do shit with that anymore. Like the character died or the actor the died? The character died. Okay, okay, yeah, yeah. The character died, 
he sacrificed himself. He gave his armor, the golden armor, to his brother, who was the Red Ranger, which is why Jason got to wear the golden armor in one of those episodes. Mm-hmm. After that, they had a new season. It was called Die Ranger. Guess who's like the sixth Ranger in Die Ranger? He was the White Ranger, and it was a little kid. He would turn into the Kiba Ranger, which was a White Ranger, and the sword would tell him mm-hmm. what to do. Instead yep. of changing all of their powers, all of their suits, they changed the Megazord. The Megazord became yeah. the Dragon Zord that floated through the sky and all these mythological creatures and all this shit. They did not yeah. change the suit. I don't understand yeah. why they didn't change the fucking suit. They did this three fucking times. But the, but in the Japanese version, they did change suits. Yeah, they changed suits. They changed who the characters were, everything. It was a whole new season. Because they so, were based off of like Chinese mythology and shit like that. What I think was, because this is why they couldn't do Beetleborgs... They only did Beetleborgs for one season, and then they went into the, the metallic Beetleborgs is because there was only one season of regular Beetleborgs. With the Power Rangers, I feel like they had so much material that they could use they could that they didn't use in America. fucking thing. Because the reason that they had the Alien Rangers was because they couldn't just use those Power Ranger suits anymore. Yeah. They relied heavily on Japanese footage. They could maybe they were maybe they couldn't have access to that yet. I don't. They even, couldn't have access. To, I don't even know. Uh, Eventually, they were able to use the alien rangers, who in Japan were ninjas. Yeah. They're fucking ninjas. Yeah, and they had like, they all had swords. They all had like, swords. They looked like, like ninjas. Sick. They were fucking ninjas. They were so cool. I watched that entire season. They're called Kaku Ranger, and it's yeah. so fucking cool. They even now, they I, have ninja. Yeah, I can't remember what yes. his name is, but they have ninja. Yes, yeah. Um, and, and was, I think it was like the first time you got to see a a male Yellow Ranger. Yes, in and America. People, I, yeah, yeah. And I think I want to say people were upset. They were like, "Yellow, he's a man." It doesn't because it doesn't make sense. Because in Japan, yellow is classically a man, a male ranger. Like the first Yellow Ranger was a guy. There was only one. Was it? Yeah, there was only one girl power ranger who was a part of the original team in Japan, which is called Go Ranger, which just means Five Ranger, um, and she was pink. And then after uh-huh. that, they had another season where they didn't have a yellow ranger. They had a blue ranger and a red ranger, but they also had a brown, no, orange, an orange ranger and a. It was weird. Like there was one season that was half owned by Marvel Comics. An orange ranger. That's sick. Yeah, it was. What do you like, mean it was half, like half owned by Marvel? Okay, so they had a season, like the original. It didn't go. They didn't. They uh, how do I explain it? Like they stayed with the ranger motif, but they didn't stick to the ranger naming. Like they wouldn't be like it would be like something something Sentai blah blah ranger. Yeah. There yeah. was one season that was just called Jack. It was like J A K, and they were based off of cards. There's like the Jack okay. of the Jack of something, okay. and Ace of yeah, Diamond, yeah. all that stuff, the Queen of Hearts, and there was a season after that that was just called Battle Fever J. Uh huh. All of their powers and their motif was we're different countries. The leader was Battle Japan. The mm. there was a guy whose name was Battle Kenya. There was one whose name was Battle Kusak. There was one whose name was Battle France, and the last one. 
was based off of America, but it wasn't called Battle America. It was called Miss USA because it was a girl, so they called her Miss USA. That nice. season was co-produced by Marvel. Cool. No clue why, but... Do they, you think it was because Marvel owned some of that Spider-Man? Probably. And, probably and because... Like, well, let's try to... I think it was because they teamed up with Toei to make the Spider-Man because, mm-hmm. like, it, I think you knew this already, but... Super Sentai did not have Mecha until Spider-Man had Mecha, and it inspired yeah. them to have giant robots. Yeah, um, and so they were like, "Well, what if we just made a season in conjunction with Marvel?" So Stanley helped out make some of the characters, and Battle Fever J was a thing. After that, they just went back to being like either something Ranger or something Man. They 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 would interchange those. Man, it's pretty cool. It's it's a really interesting like going back and learning about all those old ones that we never got is super interesting because there's like you learn about there was a team who's like supposed to be a group of baseball players who were also scientists. That's sick. I like that. It was super weird, and it came to America in the '80s as a part of some late night show before Power Rangers was even a thing. So it was it's it's really interesting to learn about. Like, yeah. I could talk about Super uh, Sentai all fucking night, man. It's fucking yeah, weird. what I what I do, what I do not like about Mecha, the mechs in in Power Rangers now, mm-hmm. is they're getting too bulky. Yeah, they're really bulky these days. Like the more the more that you go, like I'm watching Super Samurai, oh, my yeah. nephew, mm-hmm. and like every episode they're getting a new Zord to attach to it, and legit, one of them, he's on top of a Zord. It's like a platform. That's it, and it move the platform moves for him. And I'm like, you gotta. There's got to be a point where you're just gonna. You know what? Maybe we shouldn't put so much here. Yeah, they get real like, ugly after a while. There's one. I, I get it. Toys. Yeah, yeah. That's. The but also, one. give me some aesthetic here. Yeah, I'm trying to think. There was one. I think it was Tokuger, which is like that. Their whole thing is they 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 like trains. And imagination and rainbows. Mm-hmm. We're not getting that one because I guess they don't think that American kids like trains. They're just gonna do more dinosaur shit because there was another dinosaur one that came out a couple like last year. Um, mm-hmm. But that one they had a they had a Megazord, which was a fucking train station, and it had a bunch of different trains on it, and it would stand up, and all the trains would connect on it, and it just a big walking train monster thing. And it was really weird. Mm-hmm. And I was like, that's creative though. Yes. And the best thing I'm about of, it, the best gimmick of that, like every season usually has a gimmick and I'm sad that one's not coming over here because it would be the first time that anybody would see a male pink ranger mm-hmm. because they can switch colors with each other. Like they take their train thing out of their morpher, they give it to someone else, they take their morpher, put it in, and they can become that person's color and get their power for a little while, which I thought Mm. was pretty cool. I was like, man, that would be cool in America. You just switch colors whenever the fuck you want. The guy could become a pink ranger and use her power. The pink ranger could become the red ranger for a little while, use his. But we're not getting that, unfortunately. Have you seen the new one that's like... Beast Morpher? Beast Morphers. Yeah. It looks so che- like the costumes look cheap. That season is considered by many to be the worst season of Super Sentai. 
Oh, is that a? I thought that was an American version. No. Like America made that. It's a Sentai that is heavily inspired by Power Rangers. Like in really? the, in that I watched that season and they literally say it's morphin time and they've never said that over there. Wow. They have a Japanese announcer whenever they transform like it's morphin time and then they transform and That's so weird. It's super dumb. It's super fucking weird. And I didn't like mm-mm. like I will I look at their costume, it's literally just a jacket with a helmet. Yeah, they're supposed to be spies. Are they? Yes. Well, they That's were in weird. Japan. I don't know if they are here. Here was like a I, battery it, thing, I think, or power. I don't know. They're like they're like a military militarized thing. I don't know. Yeah, in Japan, they're supposed to be like top secret Mission Impossible agent spies. That was their whole power rangers. And that season was so bad that it almost killed Super Sentai. And then they came out with the one that we had here called Dino Charge right after that. But over yeah. there is called Kyoryuger, and it was they were like, all right, you know what people love? Dinosaurs. We're gonna come up with another dinosaur Sentai. We're gonna have a bunch of Rangers. It's gonna be like, oh timer. Uh, yeah. we're gonna have a bunch of Rangers. They're gonna be dancing. It's gonna be fun. Yeah, and it saved them. Luckily, they should. Uh, they should do a power. Uh, power Park Rangers. Power Park Rangers. Yeah, I could see it happening eventually. And then their trees are the Zords. I've, <laughs> I've watched Super Sentai enough to know that I've seen weirder. Okay. I've seen I'm weirder. pitching it. Japan, this is my pitch. <laughs> um, all right, one. that was our timer. Yeah, that was a timer. So they had one what? what were you saying? I was going to say they had one season that had like 12, 12 different Rangers in it, so... Like not from different groups, no, but they like are one all, group. They are all one big like space police unit. That's just that was, that's basically Voltron two. Kinda, but no, no, no. it's right. way. It's oh man, there were so many of them. It was weird. They were based off of constellations too. It was interesting. Okay, that's pretty cool. I guess they had a Taurus one. He was a bull and he was black, and I was like, I want to be that guy, kind of. But I want to be that. Well, all right, let's wrap this bad boy up. Okay. Anyways, uh, that was the timer, so we're trying to keep this shorter than usual because the last few episodes we've actually been a little bit longer. Yeah. But, um, Rex, what are you enjoying this week? Uh, shit. I tried to watch Designing Women. <laughs> okay. I was like, I'm going to sleep to this. I'm going to sleep to this. And I put it on, and that show s- does not age well. Um, they literally compared prostitution. They said, they said prostitution is to women what slavery is to black people. And I was like, you know what? I don't need to watch this show anymore. I don't think that's true at all. It is not. <laughs> we don't shame sex workers around here. We don't. Also, um, are these women of color? No, they're white. Okay. As fuck. Hmm. Yeah. Okay. I can see why they why it was said. <laughs> Anyways, um, what? So you haven't been enjoying that? Nope. But I have been watching okay. Dave, which is the little Dicky show. Um, you tell me about that. Yeah, it's pretty. Is cool. it still every new episodes every week? Yeah, I think it comes out Wednesday. I need to watch a new episode actually, but it's pretty. It's feel pretty decent. Um, also been watching people play Final Fantasy 7 and just being jealous because I don't have a PlayStation 4 and I can't play it. Mm-hmm. 
Um, other than that, just playing Animal Crossing, playing the Rogue Legacy, and just chilling out, man. Because I just go to work mm. and come home. That's it. All right, cool. John, is what you've been enjoying, man? What's it with you? Um, you know what? Uh, actually, I went down. Uh, I, I put Apple TV on my on my on my TV because mm-hmm. there's a there's a an app for it on Roku. Mm. So I was looking through some of the old stuff, like all the movies I downloaded, TV shows, and then I kind of got lost in the Chris Gethard show because I had bought a bunch of their episodes. Mm. So I've gotten back on that. Um, I was um, was telling people, like, you should watch it. Like, this is a great show. I think it's a great show. I think there is parts about it that, for me... During my dark times, it really helped me because it's someone that goes through stuff like that. He he himself goes through depression, anxiety, and he even has a whole episode where he talks about it. But then you find the joy in everything, too, mm-hmm. and the calmness of, uh, of being able to talk about it and being real, but in a positive manner, mm-hmm. I guess. Yeah. But... um. I, I suggest that if you guys if you guys ever want to watch the Chris Gethard show, watch um, the dumpster episode with um, Jason Manzukis and Paul Shear. It's oh, a great yeah. episode. It's it's always the episode I tell people to start with. Where they're trying to guess who's in the dumpster. What's in the dumpster? Oh yeah, what's in the dumpster? <laughs> yeah. Um, but uh, it, I think it's a great show. And like from there, like uh, the first two seasons that were over on cable. Are on YouTube for free, and then all their because uh, it was on cable access before, and all the episodes from cable access are on there. And then before that, did you know it was a show on UBC, uh, UCB? Yeah, I remember that. I'm talking about that from the cable access show. Yeah. Um. And then the cable access just, stuff is fucking wild. Like, it is, and you know what sucks? They never had a sandwich day while they were on cable. That sucks. Yeah. But the show the show is done. Uh Chris, I think like the second episode that it was the second season that was on um True TV, they realized after the second season they Chris Gethard was like I'm just not into this as much as I used to be and it's just not there for me, so he kind of ended it there, mm-hmm. which is great. Ended on your own terms before it like it it gets to a point where you just don't care anymore. Yeah. And you're and you're filming it, mm-hmm. um, but I did make an appearance on one episode, on that second season. So, you did it. You guys ever want to watch it? You fucking made it, John. You fucking made yes. it. Yes. Um, but yeah, um, guys, did you know that you could uh, follow us and uh, tweet at us and find our Instagram at RJU Podcast. True. And you can email us too at the Universe RJ at Gmail dot com. Ask any questions there. It's very true. And did you know yeah. that they can like and uh, leave us a review and uh, also subscribe to us on, <laughs> on uh, you know. You want to try that again? Yeah. You know, they can do that <laughs> stuff. It's fun. Do you want to try that again, Rex? They can like and leave us a review on Spotify and iTunes. It's fun. Yeah. <laughs> but most importantly, you can follow Rex at R-E-X-T-E-S-T-A-R-O-S-S-A on all social medias, such as Twitter, Instagram, uh, Byte, um, in, uh, TikTok. I said Instagram already, so I'm going to tell him TikTok, where uh, Rex is 
literally one of the funniest dudes I know. That's why I asked him to do a podcast with me, because I'm not as funny as this guy. No one is, though, Jonas, so it's not even anything you should feel bad about. I'm kind of a legend. But you can follow Jonas at J-O-N-A-S-T-Y-D-R-A-W-Z on all forms of social media, like Twitter, Instagram, maybe even a little bite, maybe a little TikTok, maybe a little YouTube. You never know. You can find him anywhere you want to go. He might be on Tumblr doing some art. I don't think that's true. But he's on all those other places, and you can also find him in your hearts and your dreams because he's so mm-hmm. dreamy, and he dances those sexy hips on Tuesdays. But yeah, that's that's all we got, folks. Yeah. Um, Rex, lead us out. Ladies and gentlemen, boys and girls, people of all genders, really, welcome. We really appreciate you uh, spending your hard-earned time that you have a lot of right now listening to us in the universe according to Rex and Jonas. You could be doing anything, but you spend it with us, and we would greatly appreciate it. If you heard something today that you thought was cool, you thought was lame, or no, you thought was cool, you thought was tight, you thought was dope, let us know. Leave us a review. Tell us how we're doing. We could always use that positive reinforcement. If you heard something today that you didn't like, you thought was sucky, you thought was lame, you thought was dumb, let us know that as well because we can always use that constructive criticism to make a better product for the masses at large. But if you heard something today that absolutely, positively, blew your motherfucking mind, I hope your wig ain't get flipped. You have just finished listening to The Universe According to Rex and Jonas. It is created by Brian Foster and Jonas Robinette, hosted by Brian Foster and Jonas Robinette, edited by Jonas Robinette, with help by audio producer Kyle C. Kelly. Music.